0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Origins Podcast. Welcome to a new episode. This week we have got two guests on. We have got AJ and Finn. AJ, introduce yourself, tell us a bit about yourself and what you do.
1: Hey guys, so thanks very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, It's nice to be on with Finn as well. So I am AJ. I am 24 years old. I coach for a living through Team MBM and we primarily focus on natural bodybuilders and physique athletes stepping on stage. Um, I've been doing that since 2014 and I've been competing since 2014 myself as well. Um, my last competitive season was in 2017 and I won the UKFBA junior British championship and the world's as a junior as well. So um, that was my most successful season that arguably sprouted the, <clears throat> the growth of my business even more. And, yeah, I obviously love what I do. I'm very passionate about bodybuilding itself. Um, Pretty much my entire day is immersed within the coaching, within talking about it, within doing podcasts about it, within my own podcast or as a guest. Um, Outside of that, uh, this year is my return to the stage. Bit of a dodgy year to do it, Um, but we're still following through. And I think this will... This podcast, will discuss a little bit more about what this year is looking like for myself and Finn, um, and yeah, hope hope we can f- provide some value.
0: Fantastic, and Finn, take away, follow up from that. Oh, AJ's got it down, he's done it so many yeah.
2: times. My first podcast, mate, so um, I'll be a bit rusty. Um, I'm Finn, I'm 23, uh, I'm a, a PT and an online coach, that's what I do for a living. Uh, FK Physiques is my brand i um, based in Loughborough, so PT out of Pure Gym in Loughborough, um, like I said, also the online coaching. Um, I'm competing this year for the first time, so I've obviously been into you know fitness, training, bodybuilding for a number of years now, but this will be my uh, my first actual year competing because this is my last chance to compete as a junior, so I'm 23 now, so I can compete as a junior in the UK, the FBA, but I'll be a novice in the BMBF. Um, and yeah so hoping that this year will be still a decent year even though everything's going on uh, hoping that me and AJ can still have a, a decent year to, together and um, hopefully do pretty well first time round
0: Fantastic and I don't know if either you said I can't remember but obviously AJ you're actually coaching Finn Yes So
1: yes. how long have
2: you two been on right? the way around <laughs>
1: It's a, it's a mutually beneficial relationship.
0: Mutual coaching, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you two been working together then?
2: Uh, weeks, was it or oh, September last September?
1: Yeah, That's last September. September. So That's it was. Fast. You nah. came up to me in in Ultraflex, didn't you? And you were a little skinny, shredded boy. I'm volume, mate.
0: And, um, I, rem- I remember, to be fair, God, with you Finn, saying you were going to join join with AJ at the time. You were thinking about it for a while. But you used to just be lean all year round, like so lean. I didn't even, I didn't though. Like it wasn't for me, was it? It was just normal. I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't know. No, I know you didn't intend to. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's just the
1: norm, yeah. right? Yeah. Weird. Man. That's the first discussion we ever had. Yeah. It's like, I, 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 I think I asked you to take some photos for me, and you sent me some photos. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you're like literally like seven pounds off being like stage ready well, like i used to go in the changing
0: rooms afterwards and i used to just dread taking photos together because i'd just be thinking he's just fucking peeled all year yeah <laughs> <laughs> feel
2: so it was just so normal though like that's how i've always been like growing up i've always been like so skinny so lean never been able to put size on like always played football growing up and that so being like just skinny and lean normal so, for like, when I obviously spoke to AJ, he was like, have you pushed body weight up? And I was like, yeah, like, I do to an extent. I was like, but I'm not to the point where I've got, like, fat, let's say. And you, you, yeah. you said straight away, he's like, no, that's what you need to do. Like, not get fat, but, like, you need to push it up more. And then, obviously, I took those photos in UltraFlex, sent them across, and then we obviously started chatting and then went from there.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I swear the biggest you got was when, around when you went to Egypt, on it? And you still had the blockiest abs. That, Before that, abs. like...
2: I was 190 pounds. Then I dieted for Egypt, and I, I, I think I got about 13 pounds off, something like that. So it's not like it was like a big diet, but 190. Then I felt like big. I felt heavy, and I've, I've just come down from 190, and I, I'm like difference in composition is ridiculous from then, and that's like a year apart. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, I pushed up to like 207 this time around. So yeah, the heaviest I'd ever been before was 190. And before that, like, gaining phase was probably, like, 170. Yeah. And that was just norm, yeah. Weird. Yeah, so
0: how's, how's prep going for you both, then? How many weeks in are you both?
2: Finn, you go first. I don't know how many weeks in I am. I know how many
0: weeks out I am. How yeah. many weeks out, then?
1: 13. 13 weeks in.
0: Is that the period? Did you both 14, start similar times?
1: Yeah, I think we wow. started, like, either you started a week or two before me or I started a week... Something like that. I think we started maybe the same week. The
2: qualifiers then got delayed, didn't they? So yeah, I carried on, like just slowed the rate a little bit. Yeah. So 15, 16, and 19 weeks out this week. So first show, second show, third show.
0: And their uh, official, they're official dates.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so they're the finals. So that's the novice championship of the UK DFBA. Uh, yeah. So obviously I can, I can compete as a novice. Then the, the week after that is. The BMBF, I believe. Yeah. And the um, few weeks after that, it's the UKDFBA finals, the 17th, 18th of October.
1: Awesome. And well, what about you, AJ? Are they, are they same shows for you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, just to comment on that, like the good the good thing about that for Finn as a first season is that he's not really lost much. Like, you know, we, we looked at the year at the start, and there was the plan to do two qualifiers and two British finals, so it'd been a total of four shows. But because they're doing that that first timers show in September with the UKFBA, it means we can get one of the qualifiers in anyway, and get some extra stage time. Because like even myself, like I'm I'm having to look around at other shows or other feds to try and try and find like a warm up show. Because I wouldn't want to treat a BNBF final or a UKFBA final as like a warm up show, or a like like I wouldn't want to treat either one of them as a warm up because the highest level of competition all at one event yeah so for for me, I'm like I haven't actually talked about this on any podcast or anything like that, but I might try and find uh an untested federation at like four or five weeks away from my main show, which is the UK fBA. um the reason why I'll do that is just because I'll be able to practice um a little bit of a peek, but also just get some get some stage time, get me up there in the trunks and see how the tan sits. Um, because like things like skin preparation and shit like that can like if you have one day like yes i've done it i've done three seasons already so i kind of know what to do in terms of just getting everything ready but like george last year he had some fucking massive reaction to the tan put it on one like the night before the show and his skin just rashed out like mad uh, yeah. looked like he got like aids or something and then i had to try and sort yeah i had to try and sort it out like in the car park underneath the fucking show venue and it looked dog shit to be honest like he was like how does it look and i was like shit it's <laughs> I, remember, awful.
2: I remember you showed me that on the day oh. I, was, I spoke to you on the day and you were showing me the photos of it and you were like mate i've had to sort his tan out today
1: yeah. And it looked so bad. And it was, it, on was that a, show. On stage, it wasn't that bad. That was the it was the BNBF Midland show. Um, yeah, so like just, I don't know what happened. I think he was using he was using some like moisturizer or something, and his skin just went batshit crazy. Um, but anyway, so like little things like that. I just want to make sure that there's no problems. So for Finn, he probably won't have to do that because we'll have the novice show to just sort of like fix some of those things, warm up have a little bit of a peak. Um, and then the the main shows, the BNBA finals and the UK FBA finals will be where he you know really goes in on, on achieving some really good goals. I think you've got the potential to definitely do that. Um, yeah. And in both categories, like both novice and junior, I think physique is very much there for the men's classes. And the physique is definitely there for the, the juniors. The thing is, the juniors is you don't know who's going to turn up You could can have like a an okay junior lineup and they all look like juniors or you can have a junior come in and looks like some sort of professional natural bodybuilder like who already should be competing with the pros um because you get some freaks nowadays that just come out of nowhere um but anyway so yeah i i could i'm probably better at talking about finn and clients than i am about myself because i enjoy it more (laughs) but um but my goal is just to do the finals and uh, with the UK FBA primarily. And uh, obviously, I'd be lying if I didn't say that the goal was to win and then go to the world because that's what I expect of myself. I have very high expectations after winning a world championship as a junior. And yes, it's very different winning a world championship as a junior versus trying to win it in a men's open category. Um, but uh, it's the whole reason why I took two years off and dieting down at the moment for me and seeing what i'm seeing at specific body weights is definitely um i guess confidence boosting in the sense that i've only just dipped below where i started my last prep and the composition is probably what i looked like with 12 or so pounds off from my start already to be fair in the upper body yeah. relatively so but both right? of you
0: hold a lot of your weight in lower body don't you yeah
1: my 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 glutes are to be honest i think me and finn are quite similar in that regards i think actually to be honest a lot of people are very similar in that regard everyone tends to hold a little bit more in the lower you get some freaky people that have striated glutes and they have still got fat in the lower back and things like that but For most people it tends to be the the upper body comes in a lot sooner than the lower body and then it's just a a a game of trying to protect as much of the upper body fullness and getting the lower body as lean as we can get it without pulling away so much from the upper body that it becomes a worse overall physique and that's unfortunately for finn it's a hard balance to do with a first-time competitor because you just don't know where the balance lies i mean no, take off
0: i just look so underdieted, just trying to pull off the extra few pounds
1: yeah, yeah for sure 100 percent. i think you experienced the the wrong side of the the pushing yeah. and uh so so did george for example the wrong side of the push um uh, grace the wrong side of the push uh josh bailey arguably even though he did really well the wrong side of the push is joshua he was with best. the
0: crazy abs
1: yeah yeah, yeah 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 he was the best at his first show um and i think this is actually something in our favor this year and i haven't really said this to finn but i think in the, in this year the the favor for us is that we've got basically one short period of time one shot so even if we are a bit late to the party at least we'll still be very full in our upper bodies and yeah we might like not be all the way there in our legs but that might favor us that might be a better look rather than let's say the plan went ahead and we got finn ready for the august qualifiers and the september qualifiers yeah the the early september and the late october their late august qualifiers so then we'd be aiming to be stage lean from all the way from August until October. And that's a much greater period of time to be looking at being on stage ready, stage, stage ready. Yeah. So I think actually this this year might actually be a better bit of a better year for a first time and just to try and like nail the best balance of of a look. Uh, yeah.
0: Great. Yeah, fantastic. And how, how is prep go right now? Then we're training at home. I've seen that you've bought a lot of kit, AJ. How has the COVID situation treated you? And in the future, when gyms potentially open, do you think that you will stay trained at home because you don't want to change things up midway through a prep or do you think you'll push? Uh,
1: I don't think I'll stay in the garage. Um, Just because Ultraflex is five minutes down the road and it's better um and it's just going to be better for just retaining muscle like i'm I'm already throwing quite a few tantrums at the barbell especially on presses just because like you lose an extra pound you unrack it and then you wobble all over the place and i've just just got really frustrated with it a few times where i know that i could have got more out of my chest if i'd been on a machine like a hammer strength or a prime machine the whole reason why I moved here was oh, shit. Danny's in the other room. Um, <laughs> one of the reasons why I moved here was for Ultraflex. So um, I, I I I I I think part of the reason why I've built the muscle that I have and moved it forward so much is that I've had better access to to better equipment. I've been able to train muscles more accurately than ever. Even even down to the finer details like having a good leg extension, you know. And we haven't got that at all in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure, mate. The fucking profile <laughs> on that leg <laughs> extension.
0: Have you got a leg extension that attaches to a bench? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: What it is it you awful. have to do to the, um, the ham curl? Yeah, no, we haven't tried <laughs> the ham curl no we oh yeah the ham curl the pre-cord the, the pre curl ham curl yeah the pre curl is very modified because yeah. it's, it's very, very good though it's mm-hmm. very good actually yeah. i wouldn't mind just staying on the pre curl the whole prep that's perfect yeah I, I actually think it's one of the best hamstring hamstring curls seated i've ever used because just you can enough. you can adjust the finishing point really high so you can get a really big stretch right. you know like you not know, on the life fitness one it like you hit the top and then you just hit the yeah. stat yeah 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 you don't you don't get that on that one it's um actually very similar but a bit better because there's a different line of pre-core but it's very similar to the one in ultimate um because that, that's I love that is, that that that's
0: the sick one yeah
1: yeah yeah it's a good hamstring curl isn't it yeah yeah
0: it's not bad and you've yeah. um you've got you've got a pin on your so that you can you can overload it now with some more weight mm. and what about you it think, definitely else? does
1: something wrong to the machine though because there's
0: a resistance profile a lot
1: i don't know what's wrong with it but like i loaded so i I did another five kilo jump like yeah yesterday finn i went from the 25 for nine to i went i I went 30 because obviously five kilos just makes sense and i think i got like five or six and it was so heavy at the top like it's
2: had like a ton of friction when you
1: have so much friction It 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 was so much friction the fucking the fucking pads you know the end of it like the, with the screw the screw just came out straight away <laughs> like the pad was like falling apart during my set so um yeah that's some... what
0: i'm having at home using like pulleys i've got a pulley on the floor and a pulley at the top and literally yeah. like a 2.5 increment just changes the whole feel of the exercise <laughs> like i'm working so many oh, ranges it's like driving me crazy yeah and especially like barber pressing as well. I've been mini cutting now, I'm having the same issue that unwracking it and just the stability—it's just so hard with pressing. Like yeah. I hurt my right rotator cuff purely because of the amount of barber pressing that I've been doing, and I, I've scaled it down because it's just been driving me crazy. I, I just want to incline hammer machine back. Yeah. I've I've really hurt
1: my neck as well, like a few times, and you hurt your neck as well, didn't you, Finn? I, I did the same thing like you checked in and said oh I can't turn my head like left and like two <laughs> days later I did the exact same fucking thing and I, and I couldn't turn my head left for like two
2: days yeah
1: yeah no so uh, prep's going well training's going fine I will go back to uh, Ultraflex when it opens, I think we're looking at like early July, aren't we? July fourth or something. But it just depends on the whole, the whole rules because of all of my other clients that are having gyms reopen in other parts of the world, they've all got they've all got rules and uh, regulations as to you know how long you can spend in the gym, whether you can even have a spotter. You know some gyms you're not allowed to spotter, but I imagine it. Ultraflex is going to be some different regulations i don't know because i don't know whether there's going to be some like law enforcement officer sitting in the gym all day it's not really realistic Anyone is it no. so i mean i can't something. imagine yeah it's <laughs> 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 just someone sitting in a chair like just watching <laughs> it one... longer than an hour get yeah. out um, i think but... surely
0: that's how they'll do it though in terms of like capping time periods and, and the amount of people inside the gym
1: yeah, but how how are they going to tell you to go home? What do they do? An electronic tag around your ankle that explodes with yeah. An hour. Yeah, good point. Good
0: point. And Finn, you've been you've been training she the guys. blows your ankle off. <laughs> Imagine mid rep, your ankle just gets blown off. <laughs> <up>. Times up.
1: <laughs> I I think I think there's only one person that take that risk. Jack Thorburn, and he'd he'd like he'd like go in with some sort of like metal canister boot or something. <laughs> or eight gym memberships. <laughs> yeah, I ain't even saying that on the other one. Um, but um, but yeah, um, numbers wise, I'm down almost sixteen pounds now. Um, from from start point. So I started at 196, and I'm at 181ish at the moment. So, yeah, um, pretty happy with how things are going. I haven't had to push anything really in terms of expenditure or um food like foods comfortable uh, about just the high 2000s 2000 i think 2780 on a training day 2550 so on a breast day which seems to be just a I, i always with dieting for me i always tend to and i hope it's the same for finn soon he seems to have a little bit more of an adaptive metabolism than me like he gets on higher food in the off season but equally you have to make more changes yeah, during the diet um but I, I i even with the people with adaptive metabolisms josh bailey's probably got one of the most adaptive metabolisms i've ever experienced in my entire life like we're talking 850 grams of carbs 100 fat 250 plus protein to get him to gain weight in the offseason he's not even that heavy you like, know it's 185 990 pounds in the offseason and then in prep like conversely we have to pull his like 850 carb in the offseason, and he finished his prep on 250 carb you know it just yeah. doesn't doesn't make sense that that drastic change yeah. whereas i've never really had to go much below 300 carb in a prep ever i just tend to hit numbers and i just just keep losing yeah. um and i've i've never gone crazy high on expenditure but i want to keep this prep one thing i wanted to do differently is just and finn as well is just keep it as low as possibly can and use um not not steps massively but use things like posing more frequently um and obviously expending calories through steps not going crazy high but just low very low intensity steps at around about 15k max i'm at 10k at the moment so i've got room to, to push them up further um and just not mm-hmm. having to like rely on pushing cardio because i think that it just creates a better look
0: do you think you could potentially implement something like a weighted vest with the stats yeah like joe and christian use yeah is that something that you're yeah. gonna be using just, yourself just re- or for clients
1: yeah just replace the body weight that you've lost with yeah. the with the vest so i think when we reach a point where like we're, we're seeing re- more regular stalls and fat loss not isn't coming as easily as it is at the moment for us because it's coming I mean, pretty easy at the moment isn't it so um you're probably in
0: that, that, that phase where you're actually enjoying the moderately low food yeah. compared to pushing food in off season you look good you, you're training well you're in that really like medium level of prep right now are not you yeah
1: i think both of us just had had enough really of the the off season yeah really anyway finn you go ahead and tell the people how your prep's going
2: be fair like very good so far with the whole training in garages and stuff as much as it at first i thought it would be shit i was saying to aj last week my training is probably as good as it's been in like a long time in terms of enjoyment and intensity yeah Uh, i trained with my mate reese um on every other day apart from wednesday um so that's decent you know we have it's not like we've got a load of kit but it's enough to to train relatively well And then Wednesday, training at AJ's is is class. There's a lot of decent kit. I know it's not the same as Ultraflex, but that hack is probably 10 times better than the Matrix hack that I use. The leg press, yeah, it's not amazing.
0: Anything's better than that Matrix hack that you use.
2: (laughs) I'm actually, you know, I'm not in a bad position. Um, Relatively similar in terms of, like, pressing at the minute. Uh, Numbers are still okay. I'm still, you know, not losing strength but I'm just losing stability and I'm losing confidence of feeling like okay i have unrack it I feel fine let's go and knowing that I'm going to progress so like when I was let's say Mm. peak season I'd go into dynamite I'd warm up on the dumbbells and I'd go into like the 52s and be like I know I've got them I just I just know that I was going to get that extra rep or know that I can go up to 55s or whatever it may be whereas now it's sort of like every every push I sort of go in not question that if i can do it but my body just feels a little bit less More
0: stable fragile. i just couldn't tell if i've lost a few pounds i can tell um I don't know if of, it's the same with you two, but whenever i lose weight it's not really legs or pull it's just push it's, it's just, just push. only pushing that it really works. I mean, until until the end until like the the latter phase like it's just that body weight affects push so much yeah.
2: i think yeah. for me i think with push it's literally the fact that my my scapula it can't lock in as much because I've not got as much fat on my upper back. And also, like, my elbows, they just feel so they much less secure because they've just got, not got as much fat around. Even though it's not a lot, I just feel less secure. I, I can't pop the weight up uh, with as much confidence, you know what I mean? Same with, like, your wrists, just a little bit less secure. But, no, um, training's going well. Uh, in terms of the diet, everything's easy at the minute. Um, no food focus. Don't feel like you know I'm struggling with the food. uh Still on very similar to AJ calories wise. So like two eight pretty much on a training day. Two five pretty much on a on a rest day. Expenditure very similar. Ten k on a on a training day. Twelve and a half on a rest day. Dead easy to be fair, especially with the fact that we've not got as much on at the minute. um I would have got steps done really easily being at work like PT. But now I just have to make sure I walk you know because I'm doing like Zoom sessions and stuff. So. I just either make sure I'm stood up in my Zoom sessions or just go on walks morning and evening. Um, But, yeah, other than that, saying posing, doing, like, posing twice a day as another means of expenditure. I'm just going to need to practice as well. Um, But, yeah, not finding it difficult, if I'm honest. And, like, I don't want to speak too soon, but I don't – I didn't think I would because I've dieted before. I'm very disciplined. You know, like, Tim, you know what I'm like? That's the point where I – the gram every day i don't even question it like i don't have any temptations from if shannon's having something or mate saying let's go for a drink or whatever like i'm I'm pretty regimented with it and i have been for since i came to uni so like what four five years nearly now so i know when it gets to the point where i'm sort of digging deep and i'm getting very lean i'm not gonna it's not gonna be easy but i don't think that i'll let that get to me like other people can do. Um I think I will just keep going and be honest with AJ in terms of yeah I feel shit today or yeah I feel like I'm dragging my feet, maybe like implement a refeed as we will do soon. But I don't think I will get affected by a prep to the point where I I will sort of break to an extent like some people can. Um because I have dieted in the past to the point where I've done that. I've dieted so hard before to the point where I've literally like made myself feel horrendous. That I know that this time I'm doing it a lot sort of more optimally. I don't think I'll do that again. That was when I did that like aggressive four-week mini cut and was like stupidly shredded at the end of it and just felt like shit. So as long as I don't do that, we're fine, mate.
0: Yeah. No, no, it's good. It's it's good to hear that both both are going well. And, and as we've said, like it's your first prep thing. And AJ, basically, we just wanted to ask like how do you know for someone who's wanting to compete for the first time, like that you're in an optimal position to do so, to enter a prep? Uh, and like, where did you take Finn prior to his prep? So from September to say 13 weeks ago, what did you do with him? And how, how do you know that you're in an optimal position and science <coughs> to show that you are ready to prep? Oh, the Wi-Fi's gone there.
1: Joe, are we good? Are we good with audio-wise? <laughs>
0: I, I think Rob is in another solar system, me i don't think he's i don't think he's but i think back now but i just i dipped out for
1: all of that then okay cool well i'll continue with the question because you've probably got the question already so um yeah in terms of the readiness to compete side of things when finn obviously initially contacted me was very lean and you know his, his initial pictures were not far away from really stepping on stage it wouldn't have been that hard to even just dropping down to a show in a month's time or something like that you know even looking back at them now it's like very very you know good body composition which is fantastic because it just gave us a very good foundation to start a push-up um so we actually were able to be a little bit more assertive because i knew that if we wanted to start prepping like march time we could afford to to be that little bit assertive and essentially getting to that place where you know he was just mentioning how his pressing was going up on a weekly basis and the performance was rising and we knew also at the same time we wanted to improve his hamstrings quite a bit because it's just lagging behind other body parts and losing um, balance to his physique in the side poses so we really needed to just hammer the hamstrings and we we did that because they're already looking a lot thicker in all of the poses so we definitely achieved that goal in a relatively short span of time um so like readiness muscularity wise i knew that if we could improve the hamstrings and the the strength came up on the lifts where he was you know arguably weaker on but, and that was showing in his physique then i knew that we were in a good place muscularity wise to start um at the same time you know anyone that starts prep from a caloric standpoint you need to be at a good place with calories that was never going to be an issue because the calories were always very high from the get go of the gaining phase. So I knew that we weren't going to have an issue with metabolic capacity or anything like that because you just reach a dead end really quick. Like we're just saying how we're on, you know, pretty decent calories. We're in thirteen weeks, both you know, a good amount of weight off and feeling fine. You know, so we've got plenty of ammunition to use later on to dig and to to get all the fat off. Or, Majority of the fat off. So, from a caloric perspective, we got him there. Um, and obviously, you know, through the way that I check in with my clients, it's quite a personal sort of communication process in the sense that, you know, w- we do videos back and forth, chat during the week if needed. And, you know, we met up a few times to train. So, I was learning more about Finn as a person in terms of what he's got going on in his life whether he's got any stresses, whether everything's sort of stable in his life. And if there was a load of shit going on and his life was all over the fucking shop, then I wouldn't have suggested a prep. Yeah. Um, and if we'd have had, if he'd have said, no, 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 I really, really want to prep. Trust me, it's the, it's the focus I need, which so many people say. and like, it's the focus you don't fucking need, but okay. So half the time I sometimes say to people like that who, who literally beg to compete, I say, right, okay, you know, let's 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 see what happens. And then then it does go to shit and you prove the point. So they never do it again. Um, Or it sometimes goes very well because people in hard times sometimes do need a focus and it does go well. Um, I would have probably probably had a little bit more of a discussion with him when the the whole coronavirus thing happened. If his life was also in a stressful position probably would have pulled the plug it'd have been because it would have been just too many stressors all at once but he's but he's not you know his are relatively low uh we had a call when all the shows got cancelled we just had a chat on the phone and i just asked him you know what where he was at mentally and obviously where i was at you know and what i was doing he was interested in what i was doing in terms of my prep um because you know it was something we were both looking forward to doing together and trying to hold flex together and you know just basically prepping at the same time it's fun yeah. um and uh, we felt like we were almost maybe losing the opportunity to do that but we sort of thought it through we knew that staying in a deficit was what we needed to do anyway because we both needed to lose some fat to either you know get into another gaining phase if we had to so we're both feeling a bit like shit anyway so um so so yeah all of all of the things that he needed to be in a good position for he was um and luckily enough this is why you know it's such a huge recommendation that i have to my clients or to anyone prospective clients is that they reach out a good amount of time before they want to compete not you know eight months out of a show and they say oh can you do my diet and it's like well you know you're coming from a point of inconsistency straight into a prep it's just it's not going to work i mean the only time it's ever worked with someone that i've coached was uh, emilios last year was probably one of the prime examples of how it can actually sometimes work he came to me at i think it was must have been 14 or 15 weeks out from the qualifier um and and fat, like very overweight in terms of like body composition just not in a good spot at all calories not that high but decent enough to work with and he just said look i really really want this i really want to get stage lean and i said all right well you know if you want to do this it's gonna be very difficult and you're gonna feel probably quite bad a lot of the time to get there but you can get there if you want to get there and he wanted to do it he said he wouldn't be able to do it this year um and uh, yeah, he did it and he, and he actually ended up placing top five in the juniors, which yeah. was a mean feat in that lineup. His, his legs look
0: great. I remember his legs at Jermaine's fucking show. Fucking sick, dude. But like, I mean, Jermaine, Jermaine come to you.
1: look better and better.
0: Yeah, yeah Jermaine and, come uh, to you though, didn't he? Like for the start of prep, it worked fairly well with Jermaine as well.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It was like, the thing is with both of those guys, the difference between it working and it not working is not down to me. It's down to them. It's like so. Jermaine and Emilio both had very, very good work ethics that they that they integrated in their off seasons. So a lot of clients actually needs like a little bit of that tutelage in the off season. Um, and not that Finn needed any of that with his mindset or anything; it was already there. But I think what Finn needed was someone to push that food up, someone to get the weight on, because yeah. I don't think he, he might have done it. I don't know. You might have done it, but you might have just come to me and you'd have been like peeled, with no, ha- not enough hamstrings.
0: He loved his uh, shredded uh, Instagram photos too much.
1: And then, um, and then we'd have had like, you know, what would have lost like, ten pounds, and then you would have been stage ready. So, it's um,
2: I think I would have pushed up, but what like, like I say, when I got to one ninety before, that was before I was on like, the AJ. I
1: yeah.
2: Felt awful like i felt like a bear it felt like it took me forever to get there i think a lot of it was down to like food choices and i think a lot of it was down to higher stress with work right because i was doing a lot more pt work and i was doing the shifts that was when i did the shifts at pure gym so i had to do like three five hour shifts voluntary to then rent the gym out whereas now i pay the rent so that's saved me a lot and what i was doing was i was like having a lot of liquid meals between clients, rushing to do another class, so burning you know, expenditure doing a spin class or whatever, then rushing to get another meal in, and then go and train another client, rushing my food all the time. So I think a lot of that was it. I think I would have pushed up, but might not have done it as optimally with with, with AJ. And obviously I like things like little things obviously I knew I didn't have good legs, but I didn't know my hamstrings were as awful as they were until AJ like pointed it out. I'm literally just like a quad and if I look back at my side shots it's literally a quad and then just the the feet quad femur mm-hmm. and the skin is not that thing.
0: Yeah.
2: like literally it's because we can't hinge me because we've shit.
0: never had calves or hands. <laughs> 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 yeah we
2: don't can't <laughs> hinge at all <laughs> it's <a fun> <laughs> when you're from scunny just that's what happens mate no calves no hams <laughs> <laughs> where you from Um, it's the air around there the air or the water or something (laughs) uh, I would have pushed up but I wouldn't have probably known like look these areas are a little bit weaker like my hamstrings we were doing uh, one hamstring movement on every pull day so I was doing like a ham curl on a pull day Uh, every leg session started with a ham curl and a ham isolation later I I was hinging twice a week which I wasn't doing before so things like that that I probably wouldn't have sort of diagnosed myself um I think really helps. So like, you know, the reason that I went to AJ when I did is because of exactly what he said. You know, it's good to have that consistency beforehand, knowing, getting to know the person, getting to know where we can push the calories, getting to know what foods sit well, what don't, getting to know strengths and weaknesses and just the the person. Um, Because I wouldn't have really wanted to go to him, let's say now and be like, can we, can we diet for the show? Because I would have sort of, I know it sounds screwed but I've almost, I'd feel a bit rude doing that. Yeah. I'd almost feel like I just want you for this little bit. Now seeing a bit like, I don't know. I almost see that as a bit rude because I, I I know I'm well educated enough to do a prep myself, but I wouldn't do it as well as having AJ there, especially first time, you know, I've never done a prep. I've never competed. I wouldn't even know, you know, how to sign up for a show or how to do like, what format do I need the music in and shit like that that yeah. are the little things that are nice to have someone there that's experienced it just to put my mind at ease rather than being like oh shit I've got this to sort I've got this to sort how do I even do this having someone that's done it all before it's like okay cool I'll just ask AJ I'll just ask AJ um, but in terms of like the, the pushing up and the training aspect and that like I say I would have likely done it but probably just not as as well as I have done
1: because I feel like
2: this off season that like has been very, very productive. Like if I look at my photos from when I was what before Egypt, when I, when I dieted then, compared to now, crazy, like ridiculous. Yeah. and that in the space of less than a year. so so yeah, so like
0: definitely definitely beneficial. as you say, like obviously I, I prep myself and the mental stress was just insane every single morning. Um, one, of, one of the tips on is aj like how do you feel prepping yourself because this is you prep this off at every
1: show right yeah yeah apart from 20, 2014 my first prep i had a coach um so how do i feel about it um i am a very like stubborn kind of guy um i, I i've never liked like i've never liked having someone tell me what to do in any any area of my life. That's what I do um, myself because I'm just so stubborn. I, I hate people telling and me. And that's what to do. that's actually probably a little bit of a weakness of my my own yeah. mentality, uh, in a way. And I, I feel like I could be a little bit better at that. I'm definitely getting better at it. Like I used to be very sort of one track minded and not not open minded enough to to accept even other people's opinion enough, which is not really a good thing. Um, now, don't get me wrong; I don't hundred percent prep myself. Like when I take progress photos, when I take check-in photos, I do have a second eye. I have actually multiple second eyes at the moment that I'm I'm very lucky to have. Um, obviously, one of them being Cuba, so I do send my pictures to Cuba, and I send my pictures to Ben Howard as well, who's a WMBF pro. Um, and this is actually something me and Danny were talking about recently. My partner, for anyone who doesn't know. Um, and I've just taken over her prep. Um, because she's got no one to send the progress photos to. No one at all. Like, yeah. the issue in the female side of things as well is that not not that this is a bad thing in a friendship circle. It's just she sends them to anyone in a friendship circle. What do you think the feedback is? It's just, you look insane, babe. But, uh fire, fire emoji <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> fuck off oh, I, know, <laughs> like, I, know. I want to actually like some critique here um and that's something I'm I'm very good at doing in the sense that I'm very it's very rare that I give a, a compliment straight away it's usually usually when I look at hard checking photos or anyone checking photos so it's like find the faults first find the issues first and then try and find some some, some good things um and obviously only giving praise when it's due praise like I won't tell Finn oh you look much leaner if he doesn't look much leaner um so he knows the weeks when I say oh you're looking a lot leaner mate I actually mean it um so uh, yeah with with myself I do, I do have obviously second eyes and I've always had second eyes a lot of 2017 I sent a lot of my progress photos to Jack Thorburn throughout that prep. Um and he was he was very good actually, like you know as much as he is a little bit of a nutcase, he is good at spotting things, and he's got a good eye for this sport, and he he's so immersed in bodybuilding that he just knows literal things to spot. Um, Cuba's great at that as well he's very sort of very critical, very critical on he won't no, I would say once send him shots and he just he won't say, "Wow, you know he'll tell me when he thinks I've improved and he'd tell me when he thinks something's something's fading or something like shit." um so that's that's good that's what i need um and uh, it's like for me as well coaching myself it's like i'll i'll if i ever take progress photos a day before i post them on instagram or sit put them anywhere online they'll always go to those people first i'll never post a progress photo on instagram that i haven't shown to those guys first in terms of getting a critical eye on it before i post it on instagram and i get loads of comments just saying the same thing all positive which is lovely but it's just not it's just not constructive half the time
2: they all say uh, that's a thoroughly enjoyable image
1: is that what they yeah, all say? <laughs> a thoroughly enjoyable image um <laughs> but yeah like i could look flat as flat as anything Like chest could be fading out, arms (laughs) could look depleted, and And someone's comments full as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Looking full, like, oh, Jesus. Um, (laughs) And then you get, you know, you get the people that say you look flat the minute that you start to dig, and it's just a a whole minefield you have to be very careful with um, on social media. In terms of making decisions for my prep as well, I just sort of treat myself as, another client so I add my progress images to my album and then when I've taken them I come upstairs I look at my coaching sheet and then I look at my photos and then I make my changes and that's it so I, I don't do anything differently than I would if if I was you know being coached really I'd just come just doing it all my process all myself I think the, the issue with a lot of people that do coach themselves is they're not they're not doing all the things that a coach would do for them. They're not putting data into a data sheet. They're not taking. Some people don't even take goddamn progress photos properly. You know, they don't take them every week. They don't take them in the same lighting. They mm. just take some random ones now and again. You know, and if you're that person, you're listening to this podcast and you're self-coaching and you're not doing these things, then you need a coach because you need someone on your ass to take your progress photos or. Or to, to receive the data. Um, you know, so I think the thing that a lot of people fall into is self-coaching as well is making too frequent changes. So they'll get to Wednesday and the weight hasn't dropped, so they cut fifty carb. <laughs> like, you just can't do that kind of thing. You've like you've got to think like I'm a I'm a client, so I'm gonna wait until the end of the week until I've done my full week and I've got my average weight. I've looked at my photos and I've seen whether there's any visual changes. And I've taken into account the visual changes. I've taken into account my whole seven-day period. And then I make a critical analysis as to whether there's a due, uh, a due for a change or not. And that's it. And it's relatively simple, to be honest. The process of actually getting, like, lean is not complex. No. It's not It's not that hard. The The minor things that you get to the end of the prep and you have to start manipulating, i.e. refeeds, diet breaks, peaking... Once you've done them for, you know, I've been coaching now for f- best part, half a decade. Uh, you know what to spot, you know what to what to look for. And, you know, as long as you've got a few eyes on you just to confirm that your bias is correct, then you could do it. So um, I'm sure like Finn in the future could do his own prep if he if he wanted to go down that route. Once you've done it once and you know what you're looking for and you're not, you know, the process and you've got a whole year of data in front of you. There's no reason why I can't do it himself. but you know, obviously this, you know, me in the corner is lovely as well. Yeah, lovely. <laughs>
0: lovely. <laughs> uh, Rob, have you got anything to add? Because I, like I haven't said a word. Um, going back to like
2: starting your first prayer, because Tim, this is something you've mentioned to me before about like muscularity-wise. So, yeah. Tim, you said to me about like getting. A competition in early under your belt whilst you're young so like AJ would
0: you kind of would you agree with that even if you're not quite ready as long as you have the
1: muscularity to do so mm. Mm. Yeah. I think there's pros and cons I mean you know the, the 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 pro of getting on stage when you're younger is you get stage experience um you get to sort of show your face you get to become a little bit of a name in whatever federation you're trying to look to compete in and move up the ranks um you know i competed back to back years in 2014 2015 as a teenager um was it the smartest idea in terms of long-term growth probably not would i have been a better junior if i'd have not competed in those years um would i have been a better junior if i'd competed when i was 23 instead of 21 yeah 100 i you know i've probably shown that now by taking an off season and but the looks of the scale probably in a two year off season putting on eight to ten new new pounds of muscle so if I'd have taken the two years off that I didn't compete as a teen I'd have had eight to ten pounds of more muscle as a junior which would have made me a lot better of a junior so yeah it's like you know pros and cons of, of everything but also you you learn so much throughout contest prep that you know you probably will gain another pound in the next off season because you've learned some things that the preps taught you because you've learned how to time your food better or you've learned what it's like to train in, in, in a deficit so when you get into the surplus again your your fire is massively more lit than it ever has been i always remember coming out of all of the shows that i've done massively motivated to the point where i have to really control myself and I need to do that a lot more this prep because 2017 was a nightmare in terms of controlling myself post-show like with training I was training twice a day and just doing stupid shits when I was meant to be resting up and recovering I probably lost more muscle post-prep than I did in the uh, in the actual contest prep <laughs> because I just trained myself into the ground um but yeah so you learn you learn a lot and and you also learn a lot about just your your ability to bodybuild um so 2014 my first prep was my hardest prep and and i also got the least lean now the reason for that is because i had the lowest mental fortitude because i'd never like experienced that level of like that level of dieting before or that level of structure for that long um and uh And um, yeah, coming out of the show, I, I binged and overate and it's because no one really prepared me for that. So having a good coach to prepare for that is good because, you know, after my first show, I was just told to go out and have a meal off plan and I didn't know what that was. So that was for me, you know, I think my coach at the time said, I'll just have a couple of relaxed days and we'll get on to, you know, the, the finals. That in my opinion is the worst advice ever, to be honest. Um, because you know during that period of time, in two days you can definitely regain some body fat. You gain no muscle, so then you start your finals prep with more body fat and the same level of muscle. So there's only one thing that's going to happen for you to get that body fat and that's sacrificing more muscle for the finals, i.e. a worse look. Yeah. So, so um, I think yeah, like to, to answer the question in a more short fashion you've if you've got enough muscle then why not try it because you know you're gonna learn a lot and be 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 in a better spot to attack a prep in the future um yeah
2: yeah, because it's it's like it's a position that i'm in now because i i really want to compete in 2021 but i don't i don't know fully whether or not i'm like ready muscularity and and mentally like all all those things you just said Mm. um i know tim you think i will be but I'm definitely thinking of getting a, a coach closer to it to kind of mm. get that second eye and like sure. everything that you two have gone through, Finn as well, like together has helped massively for you guys. Um, so I'll need that, but yeah, that was my. my I memory. think
1: you don't ever know as well. Like you don't ever know where when you're ready really in the off season because it's so hard to tell. Like I I look at my I look at my physique in the off season progress photos and think. I look about the same as I did. Yeah, maybe I look a bit better in some areas, look about the same as I did in some of the progress photos that I took in the 2017 end of the off-season. And then you die down, you realise you, you're wrong. You're just definitely yeah. wrong. So you've it's, it's very hard with the body fat. Like Finn's hamstrings didn't look crazy better when he was the peak end of the off-season. It was more so like now, where we're telling where we're knowing that the hamstrings are better because you can actually fucking see them you know you can't see anything when your leg is just one big sort of blob of stuff (laughs) the legs the legs are really hard the legs are really hard by the way like the legs the lower body is the hardest thing i mean obviously you can tell like whether someone's got you know no legs but the lower body is really hard to tell when it's ready or not because it all the quads the hamstrings the glutes, everything looks smaller when there's more body fat on it. And, like, the first thing for me to look like, I love how my quads look about 15 pounds out from stage because they've got really good fullness and there's no, like, there's low body fat around the knee and the hip joint, which makes the, the vastus lateralis pop out. And I love that stage in, in the prep. And then, obviously, you have to dig more for more and more for the detail in the quads and conversely the detail on the glutes and the hamstrings and then they start to lose and the expenditure creeps up they start to lose a little bit of that that pop and the fullness from them and that's the balance you have to you have to play um but uh, hopefully you know having nets more muscle both me and finn will result in still having you know really impressive quads when you know eventually all the body fat's off Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, well, that's been 50, just approaching 53 minutes. So unless okay. you have anything more to add, probably wrap it up there.
1: Yeah, that's cool. us. That's
0: but it's been a, it's been a be good podcast. It. I mean, if you both want to plug where to where the listeners can find you both, if they don't follow you already. Sure. Anyway. Okay.
1: So if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm AJMorris underscore. And I have a website uh, called Made My Morris Coaching dot com and on there is a membership portal which is kind of similar to what you've experienced on what you've experienced, what? <laughs> what you've experienced on uh, trained by jp in the sense that there's like training content and educational content and if you are looking to get into the world of online coaching i'd recommend checking out the online coaching education series that i've just put up on there because i'm um, putting a lot of time and effort into into that, and we've just got through part five, and there's total part uh, eight parts on this. So, um, and it's probably the cheapest—not to say that it's the cheapest in terms of the quality—but it's the cheapest way you can get quality information on, on coaching without having to pay hundreds and hundreds out for a course or something so um, hope that helps if you do end up doing that um, and just yeah my, my YouTube's AJ Morris and I have my podcast on there if you want to check that out for some natural bodybuilding focused content
0: Awesome we definitely recommend the, the site and the podcast 100% and uh, Finn just yeah, so a minute. in
2: yeah Finn Kelly underscore coach changed it Changed it recently. <laughs> I'm
1: surprised you didn't take my recommendation, to be honest, mate. Wow, well, what was that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know whether they accept swear words on this oh, podcast. Oh, go ahead. I sent, I, sent a
0: load of, I sent a load in as
2: <laughs> well. <laughs> I had loads of weird ones. I'd like Finn, fucking Finn Kelly, Finn, 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 Finn Big shoots. Arms, fucking Kelly. I can't remember what is. it was one of them, somewhat similar to that. Uh,
1: I had a horrible word in it, so I don't think it would have been approved by Instagram. <laughs> I can't
2: remember what it was. <laughs> I think I do, yeah. Yeah. Do. Right. Is, uh, Kelly coach, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Kelly underscore coach, it's none of the other ones, it's that. Um, <laughs> everything's on there pretty much, that's kind of what I use most. Um, so like my coaching application form, everything's <laughs> on there. Uh, if you need to contact me, easiest on there. Um, YouTube, I haven't done anything recently on it because of the whole lockdown thing. But I, I think I will start doing it again because I did want to document my prep like, properly. So mm, I will absolutely. probably start doing it again, to be fair. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's just Finn Kelly on there. Um, and I think, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all that I use, really, Instagram and YouTube at the minute. Great.
0: Well, thanks for coming on, guys. It's been it's been a decent podcast, that. Ah,
2: thank uh, you,
0: mate. Um, pleasure. pleasure. Listening. Cheers, guys.